everyone, and welcome to the Movie Shed Podcast. I'm, of course, your cinema-loving, shed-dwelling host, Mike. Now, you're probably wondering just what it is I'm talking about from the title, The Horror Movie Cycle. And you might, I'll forgive you, because if you don't know, you might have actually thought of horror movie tropes. No, that's not or the sequence of events of how a movie plays through. Uh, That's not actually what we're talking about. The horror movie cycle, it's something that tends to be discussed among cinemaphiles, uh, cinematic historians, uh, movie reviewers, things of that sort. It's a more academic look at certain kinds of film, in this case, horror. Uh, The horror movie cycle... As it's, as it's uh, placed out there by academics, is that horror movies go through particular cycles on what is the mainstay of horror. Uh, for instance, uh, during the silent era, it was what was termed gothic horror. Uh, you think of things like Nosferatu, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari... Uh, hell, I, I would even say the 1910 Frankenstein film. That would all, that was all taken from uh, Gothic horror literature. So it always had this kind of, well, maybe not. Cabinet eh, of Dr. Caligari, I think it was, but it was more a German impressionist film. Anyway, <laughs> that's there. It, it all had a very similar look and feel. That was, it was kind of the, we're taking directly from a literary source and placing that as our film. So that's what it was during the silent era. This would be the start of the horror movie cycle, since this is when movies started. We move on, uh, let's see, at that point, then it became, so it became something else. It became because uh, gothic horror actually lasted until um, it went through the twenties and into the thirties when it became Universal Monsters. And by that, I mean Universal Studio Monsters. Uh, you would think of uh, Frankenstein, the Wolfman, though he was late in the forties. The Creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, so on and so forth. These were the Marvel Marvel superheroes of their day for the horror film franchise. You know, they were ubiquitous and they were everywhere and they were parodied and copied and so on and so forth. Oh, The Mummy, there was that one. And other studios attempted to emulate those. Uh, from Universal came the originals and then came... Others, like from RKO, so on and so forth. But that was the cycle there for the 30s and the 40s. That was the predominant scary thing of the time. We get to the 50s, and then it becomes the atomic monster. And when I say atomic monster, that's Godzilla, Gamera, them, they, uh, oh... 
giant, a giant Gila monster, which is a really, really bad B movie. But that's really what they were. They were a lot of bad B movies. But uh, that was the cycle. That was what was the predominant thing. The whole idea behind the horror movie cycle is you're taking something from the public perception, the public mind's eye, as it were, whether it was something that they were all quite familiar with, like in the silent era, everyone was familiar with the gothic horror novels and horror literature. And so that's what became the driving force of the silent movie era. As we moved on, of course, we got to the Universal Monsters. Well, the Universal Monsters were simple. These were mythological creatures, you know, within our folklore already. If you're unfamiliar, I mean, Nosferatu was Dracula, though. Dracula was a gothic horror novel. It was simply a reimagining. Same with The Wolfman and The Mummy and The Creature, creature of the Black Lagoon. Kind of, sort of. That was uh, kind of filling out that monster. But these were the general... This was the, the thing that was in the public perception already. Everyone knew about these. It's not until we get to the 50s in which the thing that was in the public's perception was not something we knew about, but something we actively feared. It was a general populist fear. In this case, nuclear power. We were already on the edge in the 50s when, because of nuclear weapons, we were looking, we were staring down the barrel of potential nuclear war with the Soviet Union at the time. And the incredible unknowns of what nuclear power could do or bring. Hence why you had these, a variety of mutant creatures mutated and given incredible powers through being touched by radiation or because inadvertently given these powers in the case of Godzilla. Uh, actually, no, he was, he was awakened by nuclear testing. Others that were give, given these things based on nuclear research. So you had all of these things going on. Uh, you started going in. That was the that was the, the mainstay. And that's kind of, this is how the horror movie cycle was working. As we get into, you know, the 60s and 70s, well, the 60s, it, you were kind of carrying over. You had at the time, the space race. So there was a lot more uh, sci-fi stuff, but it wasn't a mainstay, really. Not until the 70s. And then through the 70s, you had a lot of sci-fi, but it was the sci-fi horror was kind of taking a backseat to a lot more what was known as occult horror. Occult horror was a fascinating thing. If you've ever watched things like the Amityville Horror, the original, not any of the remakes, uh, if you've watched, oh, uh, The Exorcist, there's a classic one, that was a cult horror, and that was something that was, well, it was, technically it was paranormal, 
occult horror is where it's labeled. That's where it stays. There, there was a lot of that going on, and there were some really incredible ones. The first Exorcist, you know, it's it's a film that I do believe holds up even today with its quality to scare. It's a good film. It really is. It wasn't until in the 80s you had the slasher films. And if you're like me and you grew up in the 80s, yeah, we kind of knew that. You know, Jason Voorhees, uh, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, absolutely. You know, it started about the late 70s and rolled right on through the 80s and then began to become a parody of itself in the uh, early 90s, early to mid-90s. When they just milk that cash cow dry and then tried to get some more. But why talk about the horror movie cycle? It's actually, again, it's merely something that academics discuss, showing the history of a particular uh, type of film, in this case, horror, the horror genre, and where it's going. It's also a lot of fun to be able to look at it and try and guess what the next big thing's going to be. Uh, currently, what has been the talk is that uh, certain genres, such as uh, torture porn, were on the rise. Now, I've already talked about torture porn and how I think it's a zero-sum game, in my opinion. So, the idea that it's going to rise to prominence and somehow become the mainstay of horror films, I think is a foolish notion. It's already a, you know, it's a niche of a niche. I mean, you horror films only attract a certain number of people to begin with, because you have a limited audience. Quite often, you know, this isn't kid-friendly, so you kids aren't allowed, so there's a big chunk of audience that's not going. There are people who just don't like horror films. There's another group gone. So you've already whittled yourself down. And now you get to torture porn, and horror movie fans are really divided on whether or not torture porn really is horror. Some people are just really put off by it. Personally, I'm put off by it. I find it to be lazy. It's a shock factor for shock factor's sake. I'm not interested in that. I want to see something more than that. And so people like me are now out. So already you have a subgenre that is a niche within a niche. And you expect that to rise to the top? I respectfully disagree. <laughs> in the strongest possible terms. But as I was thinking this I was actually talking with my wife and we were talking about the horror movie cycle and where we think that we and she had a really good idea she thought well it would have to be something along the lines of social media and when I kind of probe what do you, what do you mean by social media you know the the stalker serial killer kind of kind of vibe with, you know, through the evils of social media. And I thought, well, so it's more like uh, the old ghost story. You know, the, pol the police call back and say that the phone number, the, uh, the killer is calling from inside the house. But in this case, it's through 
things like Twitter. And I have seen a couple of attempts uh, in places like uh, YouTube and I think Vimeo and a few others that people have been kind of toying with the idea. And so far, so far as I can tell, it seems like it's a really good idea. It really does. Because you look at it on the surface. Social media, whether you use it or not, you know about it. You can't help it. Whether you use Twitter or not, you know it exists and kind of what it does. Whether you use any of the other social media apps, you just kind of relate it to what Twitter does. Whether it's any of the new ones that have popped up, and I can't begin to describe to you what they are, because I don't use them, but you always refer to them as a form of Twitter. That's how ubiquitous this sort of thing has become. It's kind of like the instant messenger from back in the day. Oh, I am dating myself <laughs> when we used to use that in office. The instant messenger, and everyone knew what an instant messenger was. Now it's the same thing. Now everyone knows what Twitter is and kind of what it does. Even if you don't use it much like instant messengers so the idea that you could use a use that as a basis for a horror film I think is a really good one and I do believe it's the not just so much uh, Twitter but I think the next big cycle in the horror movie cycle will probably end up being the dangers and horrors of social media it it's already starting to roll in that direction it's going to take time for major studios to catch on. But it always starts, inevitably, with small studios, with the small independents. They're going to see a niche and they're going to jump on it in the hopes that it'll be something big. So, mark my words, I think you're going to see that moving along. Some people might say the paranormal thing is what's going to be the next big horror movie cycle. I think it's all, it's it's day has come and gone already. Uh, the whole idea like the Annabelle's, the Conjuring's, the uh, paranormal activities, I mean those blew in, stayed a bit, and then blew out. Hardly anyone talks about these things. No, There's no big build-up. So I think the idea of social media and horror movies based around it are going to have a really impressive impact. And I think, I could be wrong, but I think it could become a mainstay because social media is that one ubiquitous thing we all understand. And there are many, many ways that you can spin it to make it scary. This was, this was kind of how it worked when it came to the whole atomic monsters, universal monsters, occult horror that didn't quite work with some others. Torture porn being the, on the big rise, no, I don't think it will. It, it's, it's always going to compete with itself. It's going to try and compete with what came before, 
Everything that comes after has to compete with everything that came before, and it has to be bigger. But you go so big that you turn off your audience. So I don't see it happening. But that's just my thoughts on the horror movies, on what where the horror movie cycle is going. Uh, the horror movie cycle itself is continually growing and evolving, as we've seen already. Going from the slasher flick on to the next. In that case, that was... Oh... Oh, what was that? I think it was after that, after the slasher flick, then it became... Well, I don't remember now. I honestly couldn't remember. It could have been paranormal, but it was it was brief. I know people are wanting to bring the slasher movie back, but it's like, it's had its day. <laughs> it really has had its day. Uh, oh, 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 what was it? Uh, crap, 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 crap. I had it. I just had the name... I don't have my notes, which is poor planning on my part. But it was uh, one of the films that included in it was uh, the forum film, The Ritual, which I'm going to watch. <laughs> I promise I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it, and I promise I'm going to watch it, and I'll make sure I am because it's going to be a review sometime this month. Oh, anywho whatever whatever I, I was thinking I suppose I'll just never I'll come up with it hours after I finish but that's really the horror movie cycle really it's just the history of horror films and what you know has come and gone over the time and it gives you a good idea of what you could expect things to occur in the next big thing for horror Well, that's going to be it for me for today, since I can't really expound on this much more. So it's time to close up the old shed, but I will see y'all next time.